Hello, Olentangy. This is Krista Davis, Olentangy's Chief Communications Officer, and this is the first episode of our district podcast for the 2023-2024 school year. Math coaches Bridget McMillan, Carrie Murdoch, and Shannon Gladio Kiefer join us to share about the math specialist role in our elementary and middle schools and their work to implement the new math curriculum, Bridges, into elementary classrooms. Well, hi, everyone. It's great to be here. I'm Bridget McMillan, math specialist over at Tyler Run Elementary. Um, This is actually my 19th year in education, all within Olentangy. So, um, you know, I've been a a primary teacher, I've been an administrator, and now I'm in that coaching role. Um, In addition to that, I'm also an Olentangy parent. I have three students um, that are going through the Olentangy district, a daughter in high school, a son in elementary, and another son who will eventually be coming to kindergarten here in a few years. Hey, Olentangy, I'm Carrie Murdoch. This is my 24th year in education. I'm at Heritage Elementary. That's the fourth building I've been in in Olentangy over the years. Um, I've done years of professional development in math. And so when the role of math specialist appeared in our district, I was super excited to give it a go. Um, I'm also on our BLT, our building leadership team at Heritage Elementary. And I also help with our math team there. Hi, Ellen Tangi. This is Shannon Gladio Kiefer. Um, I'm a math specialist over at Shale Meadows, our 16th elementary school in the district. Um, and before taking on this exciting role, um, I was um, at Elm Creek and at um, Shale Meadows as our gifted intervention specialist. This is my year 11 in education, and I'm just so thrilled to have all of us here today to start the conversation about what math specialists are and what is this new role. Well, Shannon, isn't that the million dollar question? What is a math specialist? So, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, when we think about what is our role on an ideal world, right, the large majority of our role should be in that coaching vein, you know, working closely with teachers to coach on uh, best practices around mathematics. Um, What else are you guys kind of finding falls into that role of a math coach? This year, especially thinking about the new curriculum that we're working with and helping teachers to implement Number Corner for sure, but also just thinking about students as individuals and how can we facilitate maximum learning for them during math time. So looking at strengths and weaknesses, thinking about how we can leverage their strengths and how we can build up the weaknesses and improve them. I really love that you um, mentioned facilitating maximum learning for every student um, because we say that a lot in the district. And as math coaches, we got together and tried to figure out what our vision would be. Um, And one of the things that we came up with that is our goal is to create a community of mathematical thinkers and doers. And that community is is the students, but it is also the teachers. It is also like all mathematical stakeholders in the building. And so it's really exciting um, work that we get to engage in every day, I think. Don't you just love to how, you know, we are in buildings and being champions for mathematics and showing, you know, how fun math can be, how engaging it can be, and how that contributes to a positive math identity, um, not only in our teachers, but also in our students, really, like being able to help them see themselves, like you said, Shannon, as seers and doers of mathematics. Um, And it's exciting to see how, you know, that positive math identity will continue to grow even after elementary. So when we think about building that community of mathematical thinkers and doers, um, that's a great goal. But how do we actually do that? Like, what does a typical day look like? For me this morning, before I got here to record this podcast, um, I worked with a kindergarten student who's new to our district. 
And after my time with that student, I started getting things ready for a meeting with my second grade team. We have collaborative planning later today to get ready for Number Corner in October. And then tomorrow, I'll meet with every other grade level in my building aside from second grade to help them get ready for Number Corner for October. And on Friday, I have a math team meeting with the gifted specialist at my school. So for me, my job is working with students, but also working a lot with teachers this year and really working to create a collaborative community yeah. at Heritage. I, when I appreciate, you know, those um, real life examples of what a, a math specialist would do on a daily basis, um, you know, we really kind of mirror or, or work in parallel to the literacy specialists that the district has had for many years, um, you know, obviously with different content. Um, but I think um, one of the misconceptions can be that because we have that term specialist in our job title, that we're similar to intervention specialists who have an assigned caseload of students who work primarily with students, um, you know, all day long. Um, and Carrie, I appreciate those ways that you showed that a math specialist can and, and do work with students, but also work with the adults, leading professional development, leading teachers, planning, you know, providing resources for them. So it's a really unique job, right, um, where we get the best of all worlds working with students and teachers, as well as the other stakeholders like administration and parents. Jan, how was your day today? <laughs> it was great. Um, I think I spend the day doing a little bit of everything, but today um, I also got to meet with a second grade team to plan what Number Corner is going to look like um, for October. And then um, a little bit of data analysis from our recent um, universal screenings and um, analyzing like how do we reach those kids. So one of the really cool things about our job is we really get to tie together all of the math that's happening in the building. So I might collaborate with the gifted intervention specialist about how we're going to stretch kids using um, some of our new curriculum materials. But then in the same vein, I'll jump from that to a conversation about particular students and how the intervention specialist is going to collaborate with the classroom teacher to bring maximum learning for those students. So I think it's really cool that we get to um, really not like get to touch and, and experience what math looks like for all of the students in our building. So math specialists in our district are one of the new things, but that's not the only thing that's new. We also are right in the middle of a curriculum adoption. Can we talk a little bit about uh, what happened to get us here and where it's going? I think as a district, we realized that we were in need of some consistency across the district, whether we were looking at classroom to classroom consistency, the number of new students moving into our district, the transition from elementary school to middle school and how students were doing there. It became apparent that we needed something to get us kind of all on the same page, and it had to be something beyond the Ohio State standards. We also needed to acknowledge that math instruction has changed over time, but that doesn't mean that teachers had learned all the things about how math instruction had changed over time. A lot of new research has come out. And so in hopes of elevating best practice in every classroom to reach the majority or all of our learners, hopefully, we decided to go on a curriculum hunt to give us that consistency across classrooms. So last year, we went through a pretty exhaustive process where as math specialists, we looked at three different curriculum programs, eliminated one, and then with the last two, we did an extensive pilot across multiple grade levels and classrooms at the elementary level. 
throughout the district. We also sent teams of math specialists to go and observe classrooms in both Kentucky and in Dublin um, to look at those programs and interact with teachers and ask them questions about implementation. And then we reached out to stakeholders as well, so to other teachers who weren't involved in the pilot, to parents, um, anybody in the district was able to come and look at these curriculum resources and give feedback. And that process led us to the decision to choose Bridges. Yeah, and I, I just love, you know, when you reflect back, Carrie, hearing you talk about um, how extensive that curriculum adoption process was, I really appreciate how Olin TNG took the time not only to look into those resources, but to make sure there was equitable access from stakeholders to look at the resources and have a voice. And um, one of the exciting thing is at the end of this this process, the curriculum team really said this was chosen by Olin TNG. You know, it wasn't just one team. It wasn't just the math specialist. It really became a choice that was overwhelmingly clear um, based on all of the stakeholders' feedback. And I think that just really exemplifies, you know, the heart of Olentangy. You know, we do we do things really well here. And there was another example of that in practice. So what is Bridges? So Bridges is a curriculum that we are using for our kindergarten through our fifth grade students. And it has a few different components. And so you'll hear us talking about Bridges Number Corner. And the Bridges Number Corner piece is a discourse-heavy routine that really builds the mathematical understanding of students. And it's a 20-minute block of the school day. When students come to a number corner, um, it can be this cozy place where they get to unpack ideas and revisit them over and over. And it really... um, helps to build that classroom community of mathematical thinkers and you get to collaborate with students and see different things. And so that um, component, it's 20 minutes of a day, but every grade level has five what we call workouts. And so those five workouts are five different routines that will happen over the course of the month. And so that is the instructional component that we're rolling out this year across the district. So every classroom, kindergarten through fifth grade, is actively learning and implementing Um, the Bridges number corner component, but Bridges actually has a few different components. Would you like to talk to us about the core curriculum? Next year, we'll pick up Bridges core. That's the actual 60-minute additional math instruction that focuses on content standards in a more robust way. So number corner is 20 minutes and focuses on multiple content standards in that 20 minutes, whereas Bridges focuses on a more specific set of content standards. So more traditional, like you might be working on multiplication and division, or you might be working on addition and subtraction within 10. And then it focuses on that through a 60-minute lesson that typically has a warm-up, two problems and investigations that require more rich thinking. And then one of the most exciting components of Bridges is workplaces. Absolutely. I love the workplace games. One of the things that um, made us really drawn to Bridges curriculum as a district was the way that you can like differentiate your instruction based on how that teacher's um, pedagogy and teaching style come to the forefront. And I really love how Bridges allows you to sort of make it your own and and let your teaching style show through um, with the different workplace games and the way that you drive that instruction. And then the last part about Bridges that was also exciting when we went through that curriculum adoption was that we know that 
some students need more time to learn concepts. And we also know that some students need enrichment within the current concepts. And so in addition to Number Corner and the core curriculum, um, there are also the Bridges Intervention um, pieces that allow students to have more time and engage in mathematical concepts that they are still working to master. And then on the other side, um, there are concept quests, which are available for grades uh, second through fifth grade that allow students to work at a higher level with concepts. And so, you know, to hear us talk about Bridges curriculum, um, it's no wonder that Olentangy landed where we did with it because of how robust this curriculum is and what it provides for our one Olentangy community. So if I were to take off my math specialist hat and put on my Olentangy mom hat right now, I have a kiddo in first grade at Wyandotte Run Elementary. If I went into her classroom today, how would her first grade experience look different in this new curriculum than in my first grade experience would have looked when I was her age? Great question, Carrie. One of the things I think of is the fact that the students will be the doers. You know, we mentioned that earlier, being doers and, and knowers of mathematics. So you'll see students who have physical models in front of them um, and are moving those physical models or graphic organizers um, interacting with those tools in order to see math um, rather than just, you know, following a procedure or a standard algorithm, right? They are actually uh, understanding what the math is and using these tools um, to help and build that, that understanding. In conversations, you know, you'll see students engaged in discourse where they're sharing their thinking, they're they're talking about strategies, they're learning from each other. So that teacher really is in the facilitator role, you know, facilitating conversations about mathematics within students um, and between students. And um, so it, it really opens up, I guess, students' experiences with mathematics to see that there's not always one way to solve problems, and you can pick the the math strategy that makes the most sense to you. I also think that um, because we're doing this adoption from kindergarten through fifth grade, we're, we're able to really start to think about and um, be really purposeful about the cohesiveness of these models and the way that they grow over time. So one of the things that I really love is the way that kindergartners think about numbers and the order that numbers go in, like on a number path, and it's ones and then two and then three, and then how that idea of this path that numbers travel grows in in first grade, and then it grows in second grade. And then even as a fifth grader, you're still thinking about this continuum of a number line and robustly able to analyze what's happening on the number line and make sense of it. And so one of the really amazing things about going on this adoption journey with Bridges is that we get to think about how teachers are teaching the individual students and making sense of things. But we're also getting a chance to think about how a kid's educational experience from kindergarten through fifth grade and beyond is going to be cohesive because the way that we're addressing these different Different ideas will be similar. So ladies, let's talk about if you walked into a math classroom since we've adopted Bridges, what is it that you'd see? What are, what are the things that you would notice? I think you couldn't possibly miss the brightly colored visual displays on the walls that have kids handwriting on number lines. Um, there's this huge black calendar grid that has all these cards with compelling visual images. Um, some look like math images and then some don't appear to be math images like leaves. Um, you would see tools like spinners, all of these visual things that kids can interact with all day, observation charts where you can see patterns. 
And then if you walked in in the middle of a lesson where those materials are being used, you'd see kids with tiles in their hands or Unifix cubes in their hands, or they'd be flashing four fingers to reflect four red dots on a card. Um, it's just, it's so visual and so model rich that you can't help but be engaged by it. I think that that's what you would see if you walked into one classroom. But what I think is really cool is what would you see if you walked in and looked at all of the classrooms? And so one of the really cool things about this Bridges adoption is that because kindergarten through fifth grade is participating in this adoption, we're going to have this level of curriculum coherence that really changes the way that a kid experiences their math journey. There is going to be a way that these models grow throughout their K through five experience experience and beyond that really build the foundation for how kids understand and make sense of math in the world around them. And isn't it so exciting to think that all of this is possible because at the end of the day, we have these amazing teachers amazing, who show up every day. They're talented. They're dedicated into what's best for kids. And so, you know, we just want to make sure that we take a moment to thank them for all they're doing uh, for the benefit of our students here in Olentangy. Absolutely. 100%. Thank you to our amazing math specialists and for their work with our Olentangy teachers and students. We are excited to see the impact of the Bridges Math Platform and how it supports learners across our district. We will be sharing a new episode on our channel each month. So until we say hello again, goodbye Olentangy. Olentangy.